Today's episode is brought to you by Tenacity. The Tenacity founders have a lifetime of experience in healthcare and the food service industry. And in 2016, they provided Middle Tennessee State University with a $2.5 million grant to study the hemp plant and its all-natural benefits. Tenacity's CBD plus CBDA is amazing, and it's twice as good as CBD alone. They have a full range of products that can help you find the product in the form that's right for you. They have topicals, salves, sports sticks, soft gels, gummies, and tinctures are all available. Their customer reviews are their best stories. If you have time and are interested, read their reviews on their website to see how their products are changing people's lives. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Try Tenacity products for 30 days, and if you don't love it, they will give you a full refund. Go to tenacity.com and use code ACP to get 25% off at checkout. That's T-A-N-A-S-I dot com to get 25% off your first order when you use promo code ACP. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I have an email from a listener and she came up with a wonderful way of looking at her anxiety. And I wanted to share it with you, uh, actually, because she really thought that it would be helpful for others. So I thought that this was an appropriate time of year. If you are listening to this the first time it's coming out, this is on Halloween. So I thought that it was appropriate for us to talk about Liz and her email because she talks about the haunted house. Her email says, Hi, Gina. I know on the podcast, you talk a lot about different metaphors for anxiety and how it helps relate to how we deal with the anxiety. I actually have a metaphor I have come up with recently that I wanted to share. For me, anxiety or anxiety attacks are like going into a haunted house. The first time we go in it, it's really scary. We don't know what to expect and something seems to be lurking around every corner. 
We are terrified and we don't really know how to handle ourselves. Sooner or later, we get out of the haunted house and are just so relieved that it is over. But for some reason, probably from not understanding anxiety very well, we go back inside the haunted house. And even though we have been inside before, we freak out even more because of the fear of being scared and the fear we remember that we had before. So it's like a cycle, going in, being scared, and finally coming out. It isn't until we pause during the time we are out of the haunted house to think about the idea of what if the haunted house isn't real and the things inside the haunted house are not either. What if they are just there to scare me? And so this is when we finally get some mindfulness and wisdom. But, oh no, we are in the haunted house again, and we forgot all about our mindfulness. Since we are scared, it is hard to remember. So when we finally get out of the haunted house, we go back to our practices of being mindful. It takes time and patience. But eventually, the haunted house doesn't scare us as much. And even when we are in the haunted house and new monsters are in there to scare us, we remember that the monsters are not real. We may find ourselves in the haunted house when we least expect it. But with time, we spend less and less time in the scary house and more time outside just noticing the haunted house from time to time. This helps me. This metaphor, maybe it could help others too. Love, love, love your podcast and all the wisdom it brings into my life. Aloha, Liz. Thank you, Liz, for sending that in. I know I didn't read it right when it first came in, but I am so glad to share that metaphor and to have people remember around this Halloween time, that maybe that is like a haunted house when we are feeling the anxiety, when we are feeling stressed. Try Liz's metaphor on for yourself and see how it works for you. There are so many things to remember in there, and we're going to go over a couple of the points that I want you to remember and that you can do. So what can you do when you start to feel anxious while you are in the haunted house, right? Let's look at it from while you're in the haunted house. It's actually happening. You're on the ride and you have to go through it. It's really kind of cool to think of it as one of those haunted houses, like you're in it, you got to finish going through it. So what do you do? Well, we're going to review the five things that I think are great for you to do. The first one is to remember to breathe from your belly. When you're anxious, you tend to breathe in a shallow way, right? Upper part of your chest instead of out of your belly. Try placing one hand on your heart and the other on your belly and noticing the rise and fall of each breath. If you are feeling the breath more in your chest, try to direct the breathing downward, filling up your belly and then letting it fall again. It's about relaxing the belly. 
That's really the key. And it's okay. You can do this while you're going through something, while you're there in the haunted house. No one knows what you're doing. We're all breathing. The next thing you could do is to move your body. Now, we know that generally we should be doing exercise because it will keep us healthy, but, you know, moving, having exercise right in the moment can actually help too. And so you want to move your body somehow. If you are walking through a haunted house, if you are in a situation when your anxiety is flaring where you can actually get up and move do it because it is your fight or flight mode that is on and that is preparing you to do something such as run. So get up and move. You don't have to run, but you can get up and take a quick walk around the office, around the block, or even at your desk, standing there and doing a couple of deep knee bends or something that can really get your blood flowing. Today's episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. And you know, by supporting our sponsors, you're supporting us. So if you are interested in using Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth, please visit happymammoth.com and use promo code ACP for 15% off your first order. Thanks for supporting us by supporting our sponsors. If you're going through menopause, perimenopause, and you just really don't feel like yourself right now, or if you are done with menopause, but you're still feeling like you have some of the hot flashes or racing thoughts and low moods, or still having trouble with your sleep, Hormone Harmony is the thing for you. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts that are called adaptogens. I'm a big fan of herbal adaptogens because they help the body to adapt to stressors such as chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. I'm excited to give Hormone Harmony a try myself. So for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com by using code ACP at checkout. That's happymammoth.com with code ACP. Today's episode is brought to you by the Say More Podcast. We want to recommend the Say More Podcast, where in a special series, Boston Globe columnist Shirley Leong is opening up the conversation about stress and burnout to help listeners feel less alone and inspired to get help. She connects with an array of experts like Krista Tippett, who tells us how to find meaning and stillness in modern life and shares her own journey to finding silence and moments of peace. And Emily Nagoski on the ways stress lives in the body, the social pressures that make it worse, and how meaningful the quest to releasing stress can be. Plus, Kale Newport on how to be more productive and creative in an overstimulating world. The series uses medical science, social science, and philosophy to answer deep questions about how stress works on our bodies and our minds. And you'll come away with concrete strategies to work better and live better. Listen to Say More wherever you get podcasts. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The third thing I want you to remember when you are in your own personal haunted house is to listen to some music. Research shows that even short sessions of focusing on calming music can lower your anxiety and improve your mood. So get yourself a calming playlist or listen to one of the awesome apps that will help you make that easier. And when anxiety pops up, try five minutes of sitting still or walking you can combine this with your movement and listening to calming music. Again, try any of the apps that are out there, YouTube, especially calming our music tracks with nature sounds. And many of my clients like the nature sounds alone. So you might try that. Find your preference and make it easy to access for a few minutes of focused listening. The fourth one I have is I want you to remind yourself when you are in your personal haunted house that this is temporary. And again, like Liz said, and it's not real. The thoughts are just thoughts. What is the sensations you are feeling in your body are temporary. Fighting the way that you feel when you're anxious, being angry with yourself uh, can actually create more anxiety and keep you in the cycle longer. Try to witness how you're feeling without judgment and remind yourself that these feelings won't last forever. You're on a haunted house ride and it will end. You're riding the wave and you know how to do it. So just ride it out without adding any more negative thoughts to the process. Knowing your symptoms of anxiety can make them less threatening. Plus, you'll remember all of the times that you have survived feeling anxious before. And the fifth tip I have is be self-compassionate. I know this one is hard, especially when you are struggling and you're in the haunted house and everybody around you is fine, right? So if your response when you get anxious is, why can't I get over this? Try being kinder to yourself. Remember, you are not your thoughts. Think of your thoughts as distress signals from your brain. We all have negative thoughts sometimes, but these thoughts don't have to lead you to taking any kind of action, nor do they define who you are. Be compassionate. They are just thoughts. Tell yourself the thing that you wish someone would say to you at that moment. Finding strategies that work for you in anxious moments can take time and experimentation. So 
Don't be hard on yourself. This takes time. Just listening to me talk about it or reading about it doesn't make it happen. We need to remember these things and we need to practice them. So jump in and try to find some new things. Try new things on. You don't need to do everything, but you do need to switch things up and try on some new techniques for you to deal with being in the haunted house. The more you do it, the less you have to think about it. It becomes your new default. When those feelings arise, you will naturally default into some of these other behaviors. It's amazing that we can really teach ourselves to do that, but we can. So now next I want to talk about what do you do when the anxiety has, you know, finally ebbed and flowed. We are all done with that ride. We're out of the haunted house and we can take a deep breath and be glad that that's over, right? Learning to calm your anxiety in the moment is crucial. And we do that when we're in the haunted house. But making those anxiety spirals less frequent means that you need to work on it in the moments when you're not feeling anxious. Did you all hear that? You need to be working on being calm when you are not in the moment of feeling anxious. Now we forget to do this. We feel good. So the last thing we want to think about is not feeling anxious because we're not feeling anxious. But that's when your brain can be more creative and open to the changes that you're trying to make because it's not in the fight or flight mode. When you have your parasympathetic system turned on, when you are in rest and digest, that is when your mind and body are much more receptive to these changes that you're trying to make, to the breathing correctly, to being able to have loose muscles, right? So, Uh, to be able to meditate and be able to see that I am not my thoughts. They are just moving through me. Practice is what we need. And remember, we want to practice when our brain is more creative and open to the changes. So that means we're going to practice when we're not in the middle of the haunted house. We're going to practice when we're outside the haunted house. So This is the time to practice and to build your self-compassion muscles right along with it. Be kind to yourself as you are doing this. The first thing that I have to say is practice, practice, practice. Nothing can replace this. There's no reading that you can do to replace it. There's no podcast to listen to to replace it. There's no one to talk to that you can uh, eliminate the need to practice. You have to do it and no one can do it for you. So what do I mean by practice? It's again, when you are feeling good, when you are feeling in normal, neutral mode, that you have your time to meditate, that you have your exercise, your walking. You don't wait and do these things to only bring them up when you're in the haunted house. You want to do these things when you're outside the haunted house so that when you are in a stressful time, when you are having an anxiety flare or a panic attack, 
you will more easily be able to not only remember, but maybe even just naturally default into the calming things that you need to do, whatever your tools have turned out to be. Everybody's got a different set of tools. Whatever your tools are, that can you can reach for them so much more easily when you have practiced over and over and over. And again, practice is done when we are outside the haunted house. Some other things to keep in mind is I want you to keep track of what does trigger you. If you're anxious a lot, it can be helpful to keep a journal and look for patterns. This is one of the beauties of keeping a journal. Look at all the possible root causes that can help you to resolve chronic feelings of anxiety. Are you triggered by particular places, people, or situations? Your body might be sending you a message about some aspect of your life that is out of balance. Another thing you can do is to keep track of what works for you. Everyone is unique. Like I said, we will all have a different set of tools, but take the time to identify what makes you feel safe and proactively bring more of this into your life. Your unique solutions will always trump generic advice about how to deal with anxiety. List out your favorite tools and tips and keep them handy for future trips down the wormhole or visits to the haunted house like Liz described. And finally, don't be afraid to seek help. Therapy and coaching can really help with the mindset that supports an empowering and optimistic view of who you are and what life can look like for you. We do this. This is how we can tease out what tools you should grab for by talking with someone. It can be your therapist, your coach, your friend, if you have a friend that is compassionate with you around your anxiety. And so I hope this has been helpful for you. I so appreciate Liz for sending the haunted house metaphor in and that we could explore that together. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you before too long. And now for today's quote. Every time you are tempted to react in the same old way, ask if you want to be a prisoner of the past or a pioneer of the future. And that's from Deepak Chopra. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. 